You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Guys, Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation Radio. As always, hello. Oh, what's up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I uh, I did something today that I very nearly forgot about, and I just wanted to remind all of you listening that if you haven't done it and you're a lazy bum like me, tax day is on Wednesday. So file your taxes. <laughs> oh, what? You just filed your taxes? Listen, it's been one of those things where you're just like, I'll do it this day. And then that day passes and you forget. And then you're like, well, I'll do it that day. I still have time. I have told to July 15th. Well, guess what? July 15th is on Wednesday. So I filed my taxes today. Uh, listen, I'm not going to call myself the most organized person or the most oh you're way more organized than me well planning ahead is not typically always my specialty especially when it comes to things that i don't want to do like pay the government um but i definitely did that a really long time ago and i completely well, the funny part about that is that um i take a lot out of my paycheck as is so that they have to pay me so really i'm just i've been keeping myself from getting money this whole time wow i I legitimately have a little bit of anxiety, like talking about this, like for you right now. But I'm glad well, that you that's did it. why I have to talk to my fellow procrastinators and just remind them. Because yeah, you know, I almost forgot. Get your money from the man's because um, you only have two more days left to do it, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you, uh, oh my gosh, then you have to do an extension, and I've been known to do that on the day of too. So no, know. are you serious? Megan Murray. I procrastinate. Like, it's just what I do. What do you do when you put an extension? You're like, hey, so here's the thing. My homework was due, but you don't really have to explain it. You just have to. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, that's nice. How adult of the government to be like, they're just basically, I think they take it and they're like, oh, you're a heathen. Like, it's fine. How long do they give you if they give you an extension? Like, do they have to approve it or are they just like, usually October 15th ish? Whoa. Yeah. Definitely turned mine on uh, October 15th one year. No judgment whatsoever if you have needed to do that. Like, then let me be very clear. I just was unaware that this was a thing. And, like, I think that that's hilarious that you just uh, did this, like, the day before. Um, yeah. So I'm, well, I'm technically two days before. Okay. So, so yeah. definitely the final countdown. Um, it's I the final countdown, Mike fellow procrastinators yeah do your thing do your thing file your taxes make like sure that. make sure that they pay you <laughs> <laughs> wow dude i really do i have like 
I'm having, I have a little things that like my chest feels like a little heavy. Like I, you know, like it's like setting, <laughs> like just like talking about this right now. I'm, but I'm imagine really living in my brain. I don't think you can handle it, dude. You and I are pretty similar in the anxiety department. Excuse me, department. <laughs> I think you might have me beat. Not enough for me to do anything about it, though. That's the thing. Sure. I get crippled by mine. You like somehow push through, and it's beautiful. Um. Well, I have a counselor, so she, I don't know. She, <laughs> she's, she like kicks my butt. Mine doesn't like, keep my schedule though. So yeah, somehow <laughs> mine's like, excuse me. And I'm like, listen. Um, and she's like, no, here's the deal. We're doing this. You're doing you're, it today. You're doing it now. And I'm like, well, and she's like, no, um, just go ahead and do it. Like stop. And I'm like, okay, fine. Whatever. It's whatever. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, um, that again, um, let me like release the anxiety from my body for you on that. But unfortunately, hey, it's been done, so you don't have to be anxious anymore. Well, I do have some things that might maybe may not make you feel super non anxious. Um, because I feel like all the news as of late, and like I said this last week on the podcast, it, I'm glad that like news is happening because it gives us something to talk about. But like, it feels Even though like we're it's- still in a content desert. Yeah, we're really in a content desert. It's kind of insane. <laughs> like one day I'm going to come on here with you and like, we're going to be like, all right, what do you want to talk about? And we're just going to sit here and, and talk about old Greg, old Greg. And you you can listen to us, like just have beverages back and forth with each other. We could do a power hour on here. Like we did the other night. With Good Tom. God. I'm not doing that again. And wait, <laughs> when was the last time I did that freshman year? So that was like, what, 2008? That was my first time ever doing yeah, a, a lot more time to go before I do it again. <laughs> Uh, if you guys didn't see, hear this, I may or may not have signed up my friends for a power hour. Um, you didn't know what that was. First of all, no, did not know what a power hour was. And I was like, yes, cause we're, I, we're doing that fundraiser, erdfw.com. And one of our, one of our internet buds and friends now, now friend Greg Gritter was like, Hey, I'm going to donate a hundred bucks. And that means we're going to do a power hour. And I was like, done. Sign, seal, deliver, like in. And, and I got that th- notification and I was just like, what the? <laughs> uh, I also, okay, I made tacos while we did a power hour. So I don't know how you manage. It was, she was uh, interrupted every minute. Every 60 seconds while I was making tacos. Like homemade, like define dish tacos, which define dish is our queen. If you guys don't know her either, unrelated. but Dallas food queen. Um, yeah, so it was a, it was a, an experience to say the least. How's that? But yeah, she, uh, she hadn't eaten before like a real rookie. Yeah. I hadn't eaten at all. I went for a run and I was literally getting out of the shower, like trying to get my life together. And I was like, I'll be there in a minute. Give me two seconds. And then I'm cooking dinner. But like, of course, dinner's not done until like halfway through the power hour. And I'm like, wow, not eating before a power hour is not the best of moves, turns no, out. not at all. <laughs> turns out. So, um, we survived, though. So We did survive. And again, tacos came in clutch. So, and thanks for your support. So I'm really glad we did that. <laughs> I would consider, um, someone tweeted us and wanted to do drinks with us. Listen, I can't tell you that I'll sign up for another power hour, but I will, maybe for the right price, but... I will sign my friends up, Meg and Dave included, for another happy hour for In the Name of Donations. Oh, yeah. I'll so, happy hour it up or even, you know, like a flip cup tournament situation. 
Flip cup tournament? Yes. I've done it. I've been doing those virtually um, for birthday Zoom things with my friends that don't live in Dallas. And it's quite enjoyable, actually. Um, Yeah. Very in on the flip cup tournament. If you guys want to play flip cup against or with Meg and I, then um, And no pressure. You can drink Topo. It's fine. Yeah. You can drink Topo, but you will lose because I'm very good at flip cup. (laughs) Like, very good at flip cup. I'm very okay at it. At least I was when I was 22, and I'm I'm not that far <laughs> off from 22. Let me tell you, like I'm like 22 Even and a half. With my uh, recent practice, I am not the best, but I'm also not the worst. Um, apparently, Brian Broadus and David Hellman are giving away little Zoom happy hours as well, like talking football for a donation too. So if you want to go talk, like go in with a former scout and um, David Hellman and have some bevs over football and donations. I heard there's something about gaming too but um I don't know anything about it really I'm gonna come up with a roundup for you guys because I'll be honest with you I took a really nice long nap today and I'm gonna do it again um afterwards so that's just called going to sleep yeah I did that (laughs) a lot this weekend which was great I need to do it um so I'll come up with a roundup of all the ways that you can donate and do fun things I know there's also a fun announcement coming out with uh Ben and Skin and Kevin Turner tomorrow too. Um, so needless to say, if you're interested in doing good in the community and having some fun around uh, football, there's some cool opportunities coming up for you coming this week. So um, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. But unfortunately, I digress back into the not so great news. <laughs> and uh, away we go. And away we go. Let me just kill your dreams real quick. So last week on the Ocho, I have to do a quick correction corner, but I will talk about that in a second. Um, because just can't. call it the Kelso for the last yeah, Thursday man. and Friday. For real. Seriously, I've been like – my brain has been done, so I've just been so like fried. But the Big Ten announced that they were going to move to a conference-only model, um, and so we were kind of expecting that other leagues would follow suit, other conferences in, in NCAA football. Uh, I, I don't know what I was thinking – or what was in my beverage that I wasn't drinking, or maybe it was after the power hour that I recorded this, and I was like, well, that, oh my gosh, that means that Michigan and Ohio State aren't playing. They're both in the Big Ten. So I don't know this what I was – where I tell you that you're really pretty. Oh, my gosh, man. Like, I was, like, reading this, and I'm like, I don't know why I, like, literally said that. Like, my family went to Ohio State, too, so whatever. Yeah, I but you don't follow Big Ten that closely. Oh, no, I definitely know that Michigan's in the Big Ten. I just missed Well, it. I know you know that, but, like, I, it's easy to forget because they're not – yeah. I didn't forget. Just, I just literally said something stupid because the fact that, like, I'm overwhelmed last, last week and I just – like, that's the dumbest thing. It's not the dumbest thing ever because I'm not dumb. But um, I can't believe I was like – I was like, oh, my God, like, what? That means Ohio State, Michigan. No, it was the fact that Michigan wasn't going to play Washington and Ohio State's not playing Oregon. Like – Okay, I just like words are hard and like keep them separate in sentences, and that's just all all it comes down to. So, my bad, you guys. I don't know what I was saying there. Um, but needless to say, the Pac 12 came out on Friday and followed suit, so it is now officially a trend. It's a trend where SEC, SEC. <laughs> I have to say, Meg, I think that the SEC is going to be the last to like. Not that I'm judging, but I feel like they're – Well, it's just, like, the Cowboys are going to be the last to, like, do some sort of, like, 
at home uh, people not being able to go to the stadium announcement, like it's going to be the SEC last year. It, it very much will. The elite are always last. So um, the Pac-12 came out on Friday and said, hey, listen, guys, we are going to follow suit here, and we're going to say that we're going to go to a conference-only model for fall sports following the Big Ten, or, and, and basically um, we're going to push back the season two. That does mean that the USC-Alabama game that was happening at AT&T Stadium is no more. Um, you know, I am way sad about that. Yeah, it's always a good one. Um, the games at the stadium at the beginning, I mean, they just the college football games at ATT Stadium are just a different atmosphere. Um, they just are, and it's it's fun to have them come through. I mean, obviously, Cowboys games are insane and amazing, but you know, there's there's you just can't replace uh, a bunch of college kids and people that care about their 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 teams, but. Uh, you're going to have to. <laughs> well, and it's crazy to me to think because obviously like the uh, MLS and the NBA are currently in a bubble, but they're actually in a bubble. Whereas you're just limiting to conference play when that conference like spans from the middle of the country to like either coast. I know. That's still a lot of traveling. I know. And I think I found it interesting that I was hearing, I was reading that there was some consideration around like front loading the division games um, within the conference, which so that way, if, if a season weren't to be interrupted, that they could, um, you know, have an idea of if there was a winner or not for the conference or who would be the most likely winner. I mean, again, we're dealing in so many hypotheticals right now, which you have to, because it's so unprecedented, but it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, so I know that those two conferences came out and said that, um, the ACC big 12 and the SEC have said, listen, it's a week to week decision. Um, they, they have come out and, and told the, told the world that you probably won't hear from us until late July on what we're going to do. Cause this is so ever changing. It's developing. We're not going to make a call yet, but, Again, it's it's mid July, so we only have late July is fast approaching. <laughs> fast no, approaching. seriously, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, here we are. I was like, I was looking at my phone, and I was like, it's probably like what the first or something week. Just like thinking of like in terms of when I get paid, and I was <laughs> like, oh wait, I'm about to get paid again. Like, cool. Yeah, had no idea. I really thought it was like I reverted back a week. It was. Weird. <laughs> My brain is is a strange place. No, I'm telling you, man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it was. I I really do feel like I've hit this point in this new normal where my mind is just kind of like mush. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm really busy right now. Which I'm again I say this all the time, but I'm grateful to be busy. But I you know when you're busy and you don't really have a frame of reference to be like anchoring around. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, in terms of like you know, here's the date and here's, it's Saturday. Like Saturday is no different than Sunday is no different than Monday is no different than Tuesday at this point. So it's just kind of a interesting like place to be, if you will, mentally. It's so true. Um, also another side note, uh, commissioner Larry Scott of the PAC 12, um, after they made the announcement this past Friday about 
the change for the conference schedule. Uh, it actually came out that he had tested positive for COVID-19 as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's a thing and it's common, it's happening. And again, more to come. Um, yeah. So I think, I think it'll be interesting to watch and, and kind of Meg, as you mentioned, we're watching other conferences, we're watching other leagues. And I think I, I will continue to draw conclusions and hypothesis based off of hypotheses based off of what these other organizations are doing and seeing how it may impact the NFL come this fall. Um, I think it's, it's kind of like all we can do, if you will, in this time. Yeah. Um, I mean, even it's, nothing's really going smoothly for anyone by any means. Um, like FC Dallas, not even in the MLS room anymore. Um, that was sad. Can we talk about the fact that the NBA has, there's like an NBA, like in the bubble Twitter account. Um, Oh, it's beautiful. It's hilarious. Like, the one I'll give it this no one's going to be celebrating a pandemic but you can't say that the little content that it has produced it has been at least interesting and entertaining <laughs> like, what else do we have to do but entertain ourselves who was the player I can't remember who it was but some of these players were behind the scenes of the in, in with the with the NBA and they're you know tweeting and posting on Instagram and Instagram live about the kind of food that they have and like how it's terrible. And then they were bribing people. What was it the ham sandwich that was like the atrocity of the day? Someone tweets and he like someone tweeted and they're like, ain't no way LeBron's eating that. Like ain't no, no. way. <laughs> like <laughs> he's, he had someone like go out and get him some like Michelin star, stuff and like some nice wine that guy is enjoying a bottle of wine for sure he's like listen i get it we're in a weird time but i need you to risk it all for this pinot grige like (laughs) he's more of a red guy but you know what kind of wine do we think he drinks well he talks about it a lot i know he drinks some um Italian like red blends and then I believe there was a thing about like a French Cabernet Sauvignon so I really appreciate the fact that you know this about him <laughs> you're you remember he his, puts his, it wow. all over his Instagram stories dude I, in one ear not the other in my land I'm like oh cool that was interesting swipe honestly like wine LeBron was one of the best parts of last year to me so oh, okay well, Wine good. connoisseur LeBron, like he was all over that. I wonder if he drinks tequila with his tequila, like his Taco Tuesday. He drank red wine on the sideline last year. Did he? No. Wow. He was like done for the day or whatever. <laughs> what a what a king. I'll a have to find king. it for you. Yeah, please do. That sounds great. I bet. I wonder if like what kind of you, that's this is an exercise we should do. Let's go through the team and we're gonna we're gonna assign and and try and figure out which player what what is their signature drink for each like player on the starting lineup we're gonna do that (laughs) okay and i've decided i've officially decided um in there like somewhere yeah exactly so we talk about the bubble and how you know obviously they're quarantining and getting tested and all this other stuff and we're watching that 
unfolds uh, with the NBA and the MLS, and that's that's a thing that is happening. Um, we also are watching the NHL make a return back to sports here coming up soon. The media, we kind of got uh, we Dallas stars. Yes, Dak Prescott and Zeke's favorite green team here in Dallas. And Jamal Adams. Uh, and Jamal Adams. Wow. Just like, soon to be cowboy. I'm kidding. Um, I, I forgot. I always forget about his tattoo. And then when I remember, it's like a great moment for me. Dude, when he posted a photo of that on his Instagram stories a couple of months ago, I was like, is it happening? Like, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Literally, he owns social media. He's, he's done such a good job. Like, way to go, guy. Um, marketing genius. But the NHL media people got their notifications on kind of what it's going to look like for them in their daily life. And so I just think this is interesting, you guys. I mean, again, we're, we're, we're in such a fluid situation. We're figuring out what the new normal is. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated by what everyone is doing to try and accommodate and what their best practices are going to be in place. So with the are they in a bubble or are they traveling? I forget. Uh, they've got the two different cities that are serving as the hub cities. Ah. So they'll stay – I think they'll stay within those hub cities, I believe. Is it, is it Vegas is one of them? Oh, man, I don't know. I can't remember. You're, I'll uh, figure that out. You, you know where you can the, find that out is in Front Runner tomorrow. When on it, Front Runner today. Yeah. Front Runner has all the details, and I haven't read it yet because, um, again, I was asleep. But uh, you can go to Front Runner and find out. Yourfrontrunner.com. It's, it's yourfrontrunner.com. Yeah. Yourfrontrunner.com. Sign up. It's free. Newsletter keeps you up to date on all the things you need to know. 10 minutes or less once a week in your inbox. We've got a podcast too. It's great. But needless to say, they are having hub cities. Um, and basically what we're finding out is that the media, when they can come in and report to practices, they have to obviously enter into the through a, a same exact like entry. Um, but they have like a certain like time frame of which they have to report like a, within a window. And if they don't come within that exact like 30 minute to 45 minute window, they're done. So like you're done, you're done. Nope. Can't come in like goodbye. All right. So like that's one. The second is, um, you have to get your temperature checked and you have to like declare that you haven't been around. You don't have like any symptoms of COVID or you haven't been around anyone that has COVID or has been diagnosed. Um, the temperature check is something that I'm seeing a lot of places like within organizations and you know, facilities. I've seen that several times. Again, I realize that COVID could be asymptomatic in, in some individuals and that's how it expresses itself or it doesn't express itself. But I do personally, I don't know about you, Ben, like I, I don't mind and I kind of like the idea of having the temperature checks. I feel like it's a good and easy like safety protocol to put into place, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that like, if you are a, like raised a little bit, it's just a good way to, um, like it's like a good alert to like hold someone back for the day, even if they don't feel bad. Like right. if your body's running hot, then maybe just sit this one out. Yeah. Like maybe you just don't test it. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. let's just like not try, not try doing that. Um, so that's part of the thing. Uh, and then, Again, like obviously you have to. Oh, it looks like the hubs are Edmonton and Toronto, by the way. Okay, cool. So, so Canada. Yes, yeah, so this is like the, the, I'm. 
yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't trust ourselves. So <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, I know, but it's going to be in Florida. I can tell you that. We ain't putting any hub city on Florida. Florida does not need any help. Yeah, we started spiking in Dallas, and I was like, kiss that goodbye. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just practice that they're letting people in through right now, and then they'll move to the hub cities. And so, again, um, but when these media members come in, they'll each have an assigned seat in the stands that is properly socially distanced. Masks must be worn at all times, and each media member has to stay within their designated seat for the duration of practice. So – it's like assigned seating and you just have to sit on your bleacher spot and they're like, all right, like just stay put. I wonder if that's what they're going to do for training camp for Cowboys, like NFL training camps. Like, Hey, we'll let you come in, but obviously it's only approved media, which it is that way anyways. But then they just assign you a seat and you have your, like your little, like your little like hash mark to sit on within the stands. Like, okay, like take a seat, like enjoy Watch your practice. I feel like that's absolutely how it's going to be. It, I, would, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, I'm just thinking about it because they're having it at the star so they could hold them, hold it in the stand or they could do like in the press box or something. Yeah, but then you still need to give people more space. But the press box isn't even that big. Like, like they're, the press box yeah. is, it's basically like a little, they're like mini suites at the star. It's very lethal. Yeah. I think they'll have people sitting in the, um, stands or whatever you want to call them the seats yeah well you can spread out a lot easier that way yeah i mean they definitely have enough room at the star for that so that'd be good um and then they also they'll give availability um they'll make select players and the head coach available via zoom conference at an arranged time each day so again we talked about this before um just hope you get unmuted hope you get unmuted hope you get in line for your question uh, you know, I don't know, Hope, hopefully you already have good relationships with the players, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm luckily most of these people do, but yeah, I feel bad for people that are coming in and their job is to cover the Cowboys or a team for the first time during a pandemic. It's like, good luck. Like, Hopefully you just unfollow and follow these players long enough on social media that they follow you back so you can start a conversation. Like, otherwise, I don't know how you're going to get to know them. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Luckily, I mean, I feel like a lot of the people that cover the Cowboys are generally the same as of, like, right now. Yeah. Uh, so they still ha- they still will be able to get a little personal with them. So we'll get some good good content content yeah so um i don't know man i just it's it's so fascinating to me and we're seeing how that's playing out so i just oh yeah it's gonna be super weird and we're seeing like a lot of um mlb players opting out um a lot of like high profile guys too so i'm interested to see if there are guys um in the not the nba well them too but (laughs) the nfl that will uh kind of follow suit on that because if you think about it like if travis frederick were to still be on this team like i think he would just opt out of the season or just like he would he would have retired even if he thought he was gonna play this season at the beginning of the year yeah i mean having an auto he's super compromised so 
yeah, there's, there are guys that like are low key suffering with stuff. Some that aren't even doing it so publicly that are probably going to opt out. And that'll be interesting to see how that affects the rosters and the team. It's a very real thing that we could face. You're seeing it happen. Like you mentioned already with some individual pro athletes, you're seeing it uh, with people who are looking to go in, who are in college and the colleges are actually saying like, Hey, you won't lose any eligibility. Um, we're not going to punish you for that. Um, so again, that's like a super common possibility that you could totally see happening. I don't know who um, that could impact on the Cowboys roster, like current roster right now off the top of my head. But I could say, I mean, I'm sure it happens. It could happen with coaches too. Yeah, no, it definitely could. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Um, so all that to say. Again, and maybe Chris Richard will get a job. Whoa. Dang, Meg. <laughs> Sorry. Shoot. Kick him while he's down. Um, I had some savage sauce tonight. My bad. <laughs> so we are also hearing reports coming out of NFL Network that came out this weekend. Change still being the theme. We talked a lot about when I nerd out over what the season's going to look like in terms of, you know, COVID and everything like that. Um, also, the salary cap has been something that, as you know, all too well, Meg, I have fully been uh, going ham on in the nerdiest way possible. But the NFL. Yeah, there are things I nerd about, nerd out about, and uh, numbers are not one of them. So I'm gonna <laughs> let you <laughs> take this away, and I'm gonna listen. So the NFLPA sent the NFL an economic counter proposal, apparently, and basically what what it came down to, and this is over the weekend, it said they they wanted to say they want to propose no escrow over of 2020 salaries, uh, a flat salary cap of 198.2 million for 2021, spread revenue loss this year over 2022 to 2030 caps, so over eight years, and then all fully guaranteed money paid even if games are canceled. The call is scheduled for today on Monday for them to discuss. Another facet of the NFL of NFLPA's proposal, uh, players would be paid a COVID-19 risk stipend of up to $500,000 if games are canceled, per sources. The exact oh. figure would depend on when cancellation occurs, among other factors. Um, and the NFL and NFLPA, obviously, again, they're on on same page. They don't want the salary cap to plummet in 2021. It's about truly how they account for a multi billion dollar revenue loss so um what the nfl initially proposed was 35 percent of player salaries in escrow and nflpa is like listen we don't want one one year of players to take the whole hit so lots to unpack there uh lots to unpack but i feel like what you're seeing is i mean <laughs> i I, my first inclination goes to like the flat salary cap. So that's the NFL PA. They're like, listen, we're going to do you guys a favor and not, and not uh, try and raise the salary cap for you guys, because typically that's what happens every year. It goes up and the players therefore get a percentage of the salary cap. That's part of their relationship with the league and, you know, part of their salary structure. So they're giving them a pass in that regard, which is nice and makes sense. Um, and they also acknowledge the fact that, yeah, most of your, in your revenue is tied to the fact that consumers will be in the buildings and going to games. And so, because we don't think a, that's going to happen, or if it's, if it does happen, it's definitely not going to happen how it used to. So we'll, 
will spread this revenue loss, which will be incredibly significant over, you know, an eight year period. So that again, breaks it up for you. I do think though, um, the part that was interesting to me is the, the COVID-19 risk stipend of up to $500,000 if games are canceled. Uh, yeah, that caught my attention for sure. Yeah. Um, I think that's interesting. I think, I think there's a couple of things to talk about with this. I feel like, you know, a lot of these guys, they get, they get game checks. Uh, they get paid, you know, their, their deals are structured, incentivized by games and uh, so on and so forth. And so I think that that's one factor. I also think that just in general, I mean, Meg, talk to me about where your head would be if you were an athlete and, and this is your job. Obviously you want to play, but it's risky and we haven't figured it out. The world hasn't figured it out uh, how to try and help stymie this risk and potential just potential to get the disease to get the virus if you are in contact with a substantial amount of individuals which you would be if you're going back and playing in the league yeah I mean I'm extremely risk adverse so I might be the wrong person to ask (laughs) because I'd probably be an opt-outer um but I mean and I would understand that if there were a lot of guys that felt that way um but I mean, that is your job. And there are a lot of guys that absolutely need to play. So you're going to see that too. I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I like the move if they do move forward with that, because I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Because then if there's, it's not your fault if a game has to get canceled because a bunch of people are infected with a virus. So. Yeah. And, I think putting yourself out there, even though you make a ton of money, like that's just the frame of reference in which they operate within. Like, I don't necessarily know if I subscribe to the concept of just because you make a lot more money than the average human being that you should just put yourself out there no matter what. No, absolutely not. (laughs) So I feel like I'm all for this idea of, hey, listen, if you come and you play, then we're going to make sure you're kind of covered and we've got you taken care of. And there's there's things in place that can kind of kick in if, you know, if you get, if you get sick or like if, you know, games are impacted or you're the things that generate revenue for you as an individual are impacted, we've got you. So, um, I mean, did you see, so you mentioned that like, obviously people won't be going to games. Um, did you see that? And I'm sure this is not just the only place this is happening, but it's the only place that I pay attention to. Um, the Rangers are having a thing where you can buy um, a doppelranger to sit in the seat for you. It's like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> That's because cute. I mean, I feel <laughs> like I feel like if Jerry can't get his like get his way and get people in the building, like he's gonna try something like that. So as someone who works in sports marketing is my nine to five, I can tell you that has been tossed around a lot. Um, the concept of like putting fans in the stadiums via Zoom or putting their cutouts or, you know, maybe having like individual like GoPro cameras or whatever. Like there's as long as it's not what uh, they did in Korea because they got a lot of crap for that. What they do. They put sex dolls in the stands. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
I just would tell they you. were dressed up as they were dressed up. Okay. I mean, but I cackled when I saw that. I don't think cardboard cutout is the way to go. As a sponsor, I would be pissed. Yeah, that that ended pretty quickly. Yeah, but it was really funny to see that headline. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, skirt coming in reverse. What are we talking about, <laughs> dude? I innovation is great until it's not a quote, right? Like maybe not with the sex dolls. I would laugh. Yeah. I think I'm gonna it's say. Funny. I'm going to veto that idea. Yeah. Robert Kraft was trying to. Oh, (laughs) Robert Kraft's on board. Great. Signed, sealed, official. You may not have Tom Brady anymore, but you could still make headlines, my good sir, by this maneuver. And it feels very up your alley. So go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. From what I know about you. Yeah. From what we know, it just feels very aligned with your persona. It seems on brand. (sighs) Meg is out for blood tonight. My goodness. Uh, I'll put it on the Pinot Grigio. Oh, okay. The Pinot Grigio. You the- no, I'm just kidding. I really only had it while I like a little baby glass while I was cooking, so I really can't blame it on that. I'm just feeling sassy. You drink Pinot Grigio because I feel like that's not normally your typical. It's hot outside, man. I needed something a little cold. Yeah. Little something to take the edge off while I'm standing and cooking in the kitchen. Yep, I hear you. I hear you. Well, um. So that's kind of it for the latest in this world. Uh, I feel like a lot going on, a lot of interesting developments continuously being released. We'll be interested to hear your thoughts on them. Um, Would love to kind of hear what you guys think in terms of the NFLPA's counterpoint, counter offer to the league, how you think things are going to pan out. Do you feel like we'll see some semblances of, of uh, uh, traces from what other leagues are doing and what the NFL's doing. Any good guesses? Because, you know, DAC Day is here in a couple days. So that's our first milestone coming up. Same thing as Tax Day. It is Tax Day and DAX Day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got a point for that. Like, I get like half a point for that. That's pretty. Did they uh, plan that? Did they plan that? And then we've got training camp coming up like two weeks later. So, Deadlines yeah. are quickly approaching in the world of sports, of deportes. So um, needless to say, interesting. Also, still would love to hear who you guys think is your quarantine king for the Cowboys. Uh, I need to put out – I'll put out a vote and see where everyone thinks so you guys can decide. But I definitely – Yeah, um, <clears throat> our episode showed up a bit later than it was supposed to. Yep. <clears throat> RJ. Um. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's the best. He's busy. He's a busy yeah. man. We got to him a little later than normal, like half a day, but it's fine. Like, it's it's always his fault. That's why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> um, yeah. But let us know on Twitter uh, who you thought the quarantine king was. Your thoughts on how everything's panning out. Also, if you want to drink and have bevs with us. We are so down to do that for a good cause. You can go to eardfw.com and make a donation, screenshot it, send it to us, and uh, we're down to clown. And it's all in the name of good things in the DFW community. But you can find us on Twitter if you miss us between now and our planned happy hour that you are going to do with us. 
or our <laughs> show coming up on Friday. You can find me at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg is at Meg Mary with four R's. Make sure you're subscribed to all the Block of the Voice podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, rate, review, subscribe. I'm telling you guys, I'll tell it again. It really does help us out. But until we see you on the interwebs and on our show next time, always and forever, never forget. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Bye, guys. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.